Hi, I'm Sarah Manili, and this is Sustainably Speaking, the podcast aimed at raising awareness about the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs. These goals were adopted by the UN in 2015 as a universal call to action to end poverty, protect the planet, and ensure that by 2030, all people enjoy peace and prosperity. The 17 SDGs call upon all countries to come together in a global partnership to improve health and education, tackle climate change, and much more. In 2021, Georgian College in Ontario, Canada, officially joined the global movement of United Nations Sustainable Development Goals by signing the SDG Accord. This podcast is dedicated to sharing the importance of making positive change in the world. We will share inspiring stories of organizations and individuals who are taking strides towards meeting these goals. And through these stories, we hope to inspire you to take up the challenge as well. Join us in our mission to make a difference and create a better future for our planet. Welcome to Sustainably Speaking. Today, our guest is Yetta Bourne, and she is the director for Bourne Principles, which is a sustainability consulting firm. Can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and the company? Absolutely. Thank you, Sarah. I'm excited to be here. This is my first time on a podcast, so I'm super excited to be your guest. Well, I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you for agreeing to uh, to be a part of this. My name is Yeta Born. I'm a director at Born Principles, and we guide organizations towards sustainable impact, which means we help them take the first and easy steps to make a better impact. And obviously, if you work in sustainability, there is no getting around this. Absolutely not. I guess it's a little hard for me to remember when I started working with the SDGs, but it honestly probably wasn't by the time they got out. It took me a little while, but once I got into it, it was like this eye-opener thinking, this is so all, all, this is going to be. It's all-encompassing. It's it's for everybody, organizations, individuals, we all have to take part. And it touches every subject, right? It's just the environmental part. It's not just the social part or the financial. It's everything. And I love so- that. That's great. Yeah. It's a very holistic concept, I feel. Absolutely. And I know we have a, a long way to go to to meeting all of these goals, but I, I, I really hope that through these types of uh, podcasts and getting the word out there that, you know, we can help move this forward and, and you know, make this more of a, an everyday household term, the Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs, and that, you know, people start talking about about all of them and how they can impact them. Absolutely. I agree. I think what you're doing here is amazing work because getting the work out there, making people realize that there is an amazing concept out there that can help us all make this world a better place is probably one of the key things to do. Absolutely. When you and I met originally, you had talked about sustainability and how it had, it had been a part of your life, really all your life. These are not new concepts or initiatives to you, which I think gives you a unique perspective into being able to consult and, and move forward with this. Yes, yes. I guess I started at a very early age, probably not even knowing what I was doing, how my mom would fix socks. And then she made us, I think in Germany, it's a big thing to buy fireworks over Christmas. Um, New Year's Eve and my mom made us donate the same amount of money to a charity that we would spend on fireworks I love that it was terrible as a kid right (laughs) by candy and by fireworks but thinking back it was a great way to teach us how 
privileged we are to be able to do what we're doing and how good it is to give back to someone in need, right? That's wonderful. So tell me a little bit more about Born Principles um, and, and what you do um, with the firm, and then a little bit maybe some of the projects you've worked on around the SDGs. Born Principles is a consultory, and we do mostly events, sustainable events consulting, but also <laughs> overall sustainability. We've worked on all kinds of different projects, different kinds of events. We've worked with Georgian College together and helping people realize how easy it is to take simple first steps towards becoming more sustainable. To me, it is a journey. It's not going to be a sprint to perfection and boom, you're sustainable and great. Let's just keep doing this. It's always going to be a journey. It's always going to be improvement. For me, it's very much like a a step-by-step. We can always do better. We can always do better. And I know some of the initiatives that we've taken on in the hospitality, tourism, recreation department, it's to scale. We just kind of jump in. We do our best. And I think that's an important message too to get across is you don't need to to think you're going to you know do all of these crazy efforts and it's going to take up all of your time. Just start small. You might not seem like it's making that big of a difference. But if everybody just took those small steps, it, you know, we, could, we could make a huge impact. Absolutely. If you would, for example, at home start trying to not grocery shop for the two weeks and then figuring out that you have to throw out so much produce because it's not going to last for two weeks, go and buy it for one week, maybe even just a couple of days and then eat what you have, right? Get creative with how you can use leftovers and eventually you'll turn around and say, wait a minute, every time I throw out food, I kind of throw out money. Right. So absolutely. Probably like we all know that grocery bills have gone up like crazy and mm-hmm. you're putting some money too. Well, you actually help not wasting food. And we, we do try to apply that here too in the culinary labs. It, we try to reuse as much as we can put back into the compost, back into the garden. We're, we try to do that, that cycle of things as best we can. And again, we're not perfect, but you know, it makes a difference just what we were doing 10 years ago or eight years ago. Absolutely. And you won't be perfect. Neither will anyone else, <laughs> but you start, right? I throw food out sometimes because I totally forgot life gets busy. I didn't eat at home and I thought I would. And the next day it's like, okay, we're a little past what I'd be comfortable with. It smells a little odd. So. <laughs> That's got to go. <laughs> right? Don't we all do that? We all have to get to work. And if we can't walk or bike, then we take the car. Most of us right. do that. Yeah. Yep. And don't beat yourself up. It's okay. Just keep trying. I agree with that message wholeheartedly. So I wondered, do you, is there any particular SDGs? Again, in our area, we tend to focus on, you know, around food and food security and things like that, just because we're down in culinary and a lot of our initiatives around are around food. But do you, are there any SDGs that you've worked with, you know, more than others? Um, It will probably be like number 12, Responsible consumption and production, bringing in life cycle management systems and trying to figure out what are the things that I use? Can I use them again? Or do I have to throw them out after use? Can I produce things in a way, especially at events, people produce all kinds of signage that has years on them. And then the next year they can use it anymore. But how big of a deal would it be to just leave the year out? 
I was actually talking with the coordinator of our event management program yesterday. She helps out a lot with the Terry Fox run every year and they had their fun run or their fundraising run this weekend. And what she did with her signage is she actually put like reusable labels. So she's she's got the sign and then you can put the year or the sponsor and then just peel them off and use them the next year because she found the same that signage just kept getting thrown out. That's a great idea. It worked well for her, honestly. Yes, that is an amazing idea. And she's probably going to save some money too because she's not going to have to have it produced every year. Yeah, absolutely. I would also go with like one of my favorite goals is number four, quality education. I'm by no means a teacher, but I like to help educate around the SDGs and support people and organizations and see how critically important it is if we all work towards the same goals and things that can help you learn all the other all the other ones, right? Yes. And so another question, and we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but are there any approaches that you've seen that have worked well uh, in pursuit of the SDGs at an organizational level, things that we could do here at Georgian to make more of an impact? Uh, I think that everyone can maybe take a couple minutes and take a look around and see what are the SDGs? How can we be more conscious about what our buying habits are, how we treat other people, how we affect our community? Another thing that I will always like is there's an SDG action manager out there. Everyone can sign up. It is free. And you can put in all the things that you do in your organization and they guide you through multiple questions and they all relate to the SDGs. And some of the things I've done most of it and it's like, oh, this doesn't really apply to my organization but I never thought of this. This is amazing input. All of a sudden, you get inspired to do all kinds of different things. And I can only really encourage everyone to try that out. That's wonderful. What was the website again? Um, it is called the SDG Action Manager. I didn't realize there was a resource like that that, that we could use as an organization or as a department to, to help focus or expand our ideas. That's yes. amazing. Yes, that's great inspiration. I know that at Georgian, where we do have a committee now that's focused on, you know, the pursuit of SDGs and meeting these goals, which I think is really exciting. Yes, <laughs> that is a great initiative. I know it's it, it important, you know, important to us here and just to get, you know, what is an SDG and, and how, what does that even mean? And, and what are the 17? And it's hard to get that across in simple promotion. So if we can do it in different ways, then, then we'll, we'll hopefully get the larger audience involved. Absolutely. In your opinion, which SDG do you think has made the most progress in your experience? Well, I've read some reporting on this actually, and it is a little sad to see that we are only on track with like 15% of the SDGs. I actually just read a report uh, on that over the weekend that we're not where we had hoped to be when this launched in 2015. Yes. And that, and that uh, for me, like that actually accentuates how important the work is that you're doing, getting the work out there, because there's a lot of people who've never heard about the SDGs before. I have to admit, before my time at Georgian, it's not something that I was familiar with either. So, you know, the more that we can talk about it, I think the better it is. Yeah. I think one of the SDGs we're doing really well on is like stuff around innovation. I think that I read something about that the other day, that 95% of people have access to mobile broadband internet. 
which is like wow. the whole population of this planet. And that really yes. surprised me. Yeah. That actually surprises me too. I, that's incredible. And that is amazing, right? And then also lots of things around energy efficiency have gone better when it comes to electricity. Um, we have more people that have access to electricity and maybe that is a great driver for change too. Sometimes you see this work in SDGs where you didn't even realize it was happening, which is incredible too. Yeah, so I guess we've talked about this too, how some of the SDGs, you look at them and you feel like, oh yeah, that doesn't really apply to my day-to-day -day life. But I think the SDGs are the actually the first set of goals that the United Nations ever developed that addresses the whole planet. Because stuff like zero hunger doesn't just address other countries. It also addresses the fact that you need to eat well. It's not just yes. the right amount of calories in your body. It's also getting the right calories in your body. And eating McDonald's every day is, sorry to say that, not very nutritional. <laughs> Something that really grinds my gears every time I go grocery shopping the organic food is so much more packed in plastic. And I've heard the reason for that is that the organic food cannot touch the conventional food. Okay, well, it kind of feels like it's, it's doing a really good job over here, and then it's kind of <laughs> missing the point on this side. I know, it's really bad. And I, and I really hope that someone's going to come up with a different form of like packaging food other than plastic. Yeah, in my dream world, would be all fruit being organic because that's just better for the planet. It's better for us and uh, for soil qualities, for sure. And, you know, I, I wonder too, what are some of the specific challenges you as an organization or as an individual um, have you faced in, you know, kind of the barriers around moving these goals forward? I think one of the biggest challenges is that people look at it and feel very overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. It's the, very good point. This is so complex. I don't know where to start. And, and what do I do now? Like, how, how do I even measure my carbon footprint? I don't have the database to do that, but there's like a lot of companies out there who can help you do that and then work towards reducing it, right? As I start somewhere and don't get overwhelmed. You, you won't get it right the first time. You won't be, ever be perfect, but just make a start. So the challenge definitely is the, the overwhelming part. I completely agree. I think that, you know, you look at it and you think, well, again, as we talked about before, can I really even make a difference? Maybe I, I can't, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry about it. Or this isn't something that, that I can take on, but you really comes right down to the individual and, and we can all make a difference. We can. So can you tell me um, some of the projects that you've worked on in the past? When you go into an organization and how, how do you even go about doing performing the audit? Like it must just be, it must feel overwhelming to you even to kind of go in and have to look at everything at a high level. It is. <laughs> it is a lot. But I think the easiest way to start is just walk around, take a look around, talk to people and just pick out the first obvious things that can be easily changed and turned around, right? That's going to be very motivating for people. It's like, oh, I didn't know I can do this. Oh, yeah, that's easy. I just don't print out the email. I just read it on my computer. Things like that. <laughs> yes, such a good point. 
very like the low hanging fruit, if you will, right? You take a look, talk to people and figure out what is important to the company and what is the, what is the impact that they want to make. You figure out like benefits for your company, right? And then another person may be producing garments. They have totally different business models and totally different values. And they will probably want to make a difference in what is important to them. Figure that out. <laughs> but it's usually fairly easy because it's going to be somewhere in their mission statement. And then work a strategy around that. And how can we touch on maybe not all of the SDGs, but on like the three pillars in economic, social, and financial of sustainability? Mm-hmm. And work a strategy around how to touch on all of those, but not lose the core of the business. And then put actionable items behind it. And make it measurable. It's really important for people to realize the contributions they make and also where they are successful and what they can do to get better. Right. I completely agree with you on that. And I, I love the idea of doing quick things that shows change, that shows and gives that motivation to get the ultimate goal. Sometimes you get so used to doing things a certain way that something is as simple or maybe as obvious as an outsider as that you just overlook. Yeah, you you are second in your world. Every one of us is, right? It's, oh, this is how I do it and it's worked. Why, why would I change it, right? I love the idea of having someone like you and your organization come in to point out the blind spots. Everybody has them in every organization. You stop seeing them. So it's uh, it's really nice to know that there are organizations like yours that can can come in and say, no, well, wait a minute. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes it's easy, easy things and sometimes it is a little trickier and it of course. takes a little bit of convincing because I think, as you said before, sustainability and working with the SDGs is definitely not the convenient part. Mm-hmm. It's a necessary part though. There is one thing for me, like personally with this, that is super important. It's the real system in the world that we live in. Our focus is always around financials and money, right? We need money for mm-hmm. everything. And I think when it comes to working with the SDGs and sustainability, what we really need is a value shift from being very shareholder focused to stakeholder focused. Ooh. Yeah. And stakeholders are everyone we touch eventually with whatever we're doing, right? It can be nature, it can be local communities, and it can be other businesses. And yes, it's probably going to be money too, right? Yes. The famous saying goes, at the end, you can't eat money. It's sound advice. And this is what we hope to get out, this messaging around you not only can you make an impact, but you need to. You, everybody needs to take this um, seriously and, and really look into ways that they can improve mm-hmm. because it is the future of our planet. You and me, we may not be around at that point anymore. Other future generations will. And, and yes. why wouldn't we want to leave them a planet that is as beautiful as the one that we see today? And, you know, we know so much more now with past generations, there just wasn't this awareness. So now we know about it. We need to talk about it more and everybody needs to take some form of action. Yes, I absolutely agree. You brought up a good point just a moment ago about how 
there is no reporting, you know, that that anybody is 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 stuck to, you know, you you can do the reporting if, if you so choose. But it's an interesting concept if that's also mandated. Yes. And I think that that's an important point. And there is something coming next year for Canada. Um, I'm not 100% sure which companies is going to affect, I'm sure, about the financial sector, that they will have to come up with more reporting depending on size and revenue. Okay. Um, you know, maybe that gets expanded. I know that Germany has, like, the first round is already done. Like, every all the companies with more than 5,000 employees, I think, had to do really? reporting. And then from next year on, it's going to be 2,500 and more employees. So eventually it's going to trickle down to everyone having to do that. That is actually really good news. I think that... You know, at the end of the day, we can all, you know, try our best. But if if it's a part of our mandate and our mission, then, you know, it's something we have to do. And then maybe it just makes us all more aware of, of what we're doing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it will. It has to because you're going to have to report on it. So you have to know what's going on, right? Yeah, it's it's an accountability piece that I think is important. Very much so. Yeah, I agree. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on our podcast today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking with you.